Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 365. 365. That's a number that we all say all the time, right? So basically now, three out of every four years, you can listen to one of my podcasts every single day for the year. And then by the time we get to a leap year, obviously next week's podcast will have come out. And so, yep. All right. You have a podcast to listen to for every single day of the year, except that I think I skipped an episode here or there. But you know what? We'll be fine, right? Um, besides, I don't expect you to do that, <laughs> even though I know some of you do. Anyway, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Let's get to what we're talking about this week. So I'm talking to Mandy, and Mandy has been through a lot in the last several years, really unimaginable grief, except that she's actually lived through it. So she doesn't even have to just imagine it. So it is, uh, I am so thankful that she has come on and talked about what she's been through and her situation. And we talk about decision fatigue. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal when you're dealing with grief, right? Like a lot of decisions that have to be made, not just about your clutter, but about every single thing she's talking about letting go of sentimental items, items she doesn't know if it's important or not yet. Uh, so we just, we just talk through the process and I think you're going to learn something from it. I hope that you haven't been through this situation that she's been through, but I know some of you have, and all of us have been through something that I think you're really going to learn, uh, from this conversation and what she's willing to share. Just as a reminder, if you are interested in being a member of our Patreon community, so it's members of the Patreon community who I do these interviews with for the podcast, uh, you can go find out more about joining us at patreon.com slash a sob comes clean. But yeah, here we go. Let's hear the conversation with Mandy. Mandy, thank you so much for being willing to talk to me for a while. I told you ahead of time, I'll tell everybody, I am so tired. Mandy's tired too. Uh, And I was like, if I yawn, please don't be offended. Like, please, please don't be offended. But anyway, I'm not going to, I'm going to try my best not to, but my eyes are watering as I even think about it. So, (laughs) all right. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your unique life situation. Well, thank you for having me. Um, Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. And um, well, first of all, (laughs) I've always struggled. My room growing up, you know, was never great. And my husband said he knew that about me when we got married. And, you know, so he didn't, um, it wasn't a surprise that, you know, I never got it together. You know, like you said, that each phase I thought I'd be better, you know. (laughs) Um, So recently gone through some big life changes. My dad passed away. um, And thank you. And um, so I... (laughs) in process of that, I inherited his house. He was a product of the depression kind of. So everything had a purpose or everything, you know, you could be repurposed. Had potential for sure. Yes, definitely. And then my husband passed away about 10 weeks later. 
That one Wh- was wait, what? a little more expected. <laughs> he, I'm he, so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I did not realize that. I am so sorry. I just see that in yeah. your notes. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry, Mandy. Thank you. It's, it's been challenging. His, his was cancer related. So, oh. you know, that my dad was more unexpected, but, um, you know, we, we had hoped that my husband would hang on longer. You know, yeah. we were trying to get him in studies and things like that. So, um, so very big life changes in oh. a matter of two months this year. And also because you know, I didn't, the last time that my husband and I moved, we bought the house before we sold our old house and we kind of, we were burned. <laughs> it took okay. us two years to, to sell the old house. So during the big real estate boom, I wanted to sell our house if we could, because I knew I was moving to my dad's house. So I took a month off after my husband passed away and packed like crazy and you know just to get it on the market and get it gone in the meantime I'm, I'm a member of your patreon group the mm-hmm. um, kindred spirits facebook group and um i had posted about this in there and it just so happened that um, one of the other members her church adopted us after his death and brought us meals and she happened to be one of those people that brought us meals And she recognized my story and, um, you know, reached out to me and she came over and volunteered and helped me pack and um, arranged for, you know, her men's group to help get the big furniture out. So it's been, you know, it's been trying, but it's also been great, you know, to meet new people. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. I'm, it makes me emotional to think that y'all connected in that way. And it's been great. Like we've helped each other out, you know, you know, I went over and helped her and, you know, it's been, it's been great. We haven't been able to get together as much lately, but it's, um, it's definitely a connection. It it was like, we knew each other, you know, it was not one of those awkward, you know, just meeting people. We kind of got each other and it was just a connection. You were kindred spirits. We were. Yeah. You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey. Are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers, no judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. So um, I guess that I still have some storage units (laughs) from that move because once we got, you know, that house gone, it's been like I'm back to work full time. And, um, you know, it's just been 
I don't know. It's, it's been overwhelming. Yeah. Because I moved in an already fully furnished house and, you know, and it sometimes it is deciding which item is better or I'll have three of the same items or I didn't even know I had that item, (laughs) you know, like, so, and, and, and I guess that's. Wow. You've been through a lot and you have been through everyone's nightmare, you know, and Mm -hmm. you've also been through the person who struggles with clutters nightmare. And then you combine those two things together. So you have a lot going on. So you, okay, let me just clarify. You're living in your dad's house that he had before he passed away. You were mm-hmm. able to sell the house that you and your husband had together. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are in there and are you still in the process at this point of getting settled into that house? Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. there are, we have cleared up some main living areas, but there are boxes still everywhere. Yeah. And because, you know, in the middle of all that, I've had COVID twice now. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> it's just, you know, um, life doesn't slow down or stop because right? I moved and right? because people died, you know? Ugh. So it's just been, it's been a lot and, you know, I have to give myself some grace, but it's hard, you know, when it yeah. overwhelms you. Of course. So, Okay. Well, tell me what has been working well for you. So I think even before all of that happened, um, I was trying to go through and downsize my original house. But uh, I think the container concept has really helped, you know, like it helps, it has helped me say to myself, you know, I can keep some of these items, but I can only keep this many, Yeah, (laughs) you know, so that I can keep anything, but I can't keep everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that has helped a lot. And even here, you know, it's, it's been helpful. Definitely. As you, I'm sure you're doing a lot of one in one outing. Yes. And some of it are, some of them are easy decisions, you know, and some of them are not so easy decisions, you know, because a lot of, this isn't my childhood home, but my mom and dad moved here 17 years ago. Okay. And there is still a lot of stuff from then, um, you know, and so there's a lot of my childhood items, you know, so not just like getting rid of stuff. It's, it's, it all, you know, triggers memories. Yeah. What's something else that's been helpful for you and working well? So, um, the, the finding trash, you know, like, you can walk into a room or just anywhere and you're overwhelmed and you have to do something just to be able to look around and say, I, okay, I can start with the trash Yeah. and you get a bag and you just start with the trash. And then, you know, it slowly uncovers, you know, dog clutter where, you know, you know, that doesn't belong here and you know exactly where it goes. Just that is really helpful. Uh, my daughter, she gets overwhelmed with her room too. And I'm just like, just go start with the trash. Does that work for her? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. You have enough 
your emotional energy has been spent. I I mean, right. Like, I mean, you're out, you're out of emotional energy. You've been through, I mean, just the move itself Mm -hmm. is enough emotional energy. And then we take into account the things that brought about the move, which is the absolute complete use of all your emotional energy. So the trash is something you can do when you feel like you need to do something and it literally takes no emotional energy. Exactly. So progress without emotional energy is incredibly valuable, especially in your, your situation. So tell me about some things that you want to discuss maybe that I can hopefully help. Um, I think, um, decision fatigue along those lines of, you know, it's just, it's a lot, you know, it, it doesn't take long to, to get spent, you know, it's just really, I only have the weekends to work the evenings at this point, you know, um, I do have a, an autoimmune disease and the evenings are just to recoup from the workday, you know? So, um, and it, it's easy to get decision fatigue. Are you using the no mess process so that you can work in any amount of time without making it worse? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so let's looking at your situation, you're basically cleaning out your dad's house while also living in it while also moving into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the additional emotional layer of your husband has passed away. And so, mm-hmm. so the, I mean, like time, cause this happened, let's see, we are speaking in December of 22 and I'm looking on here and these events just happened in January and March of 22, mm-hmm. right? So we're less than a year you are. And in that year you've moved, you've done all these big, big things. So I think it's, you know, you, like you said, you're trying to give yourself grace. So in that time, say, I am okay. One of the things I've been telling myself a lot lately is like, you know what? This doesn't feel like the biggest impact thing to do, but it's going to have to be done eventually. Mm-hmm. And so I'm giving myself permission to do the things that are going to have to be done eventually, even though they don't feel like they're really that worthy of my time. Right. And so giving yourself permission to just really focus in on those first three steps that are non-emotional, you know, like I'm going to go in and I'm going to just deal with this closet full of my dad's stuff. And I'm only going to get rid of the duck clutter and that's it. Like, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to do anything else. You know, if there's trash, I'll put it in the trash bag. If there's duck clutter, I'll put it in that, but I am not going to, I'm not going to move from this space. I am not going to uh, walk across the house or up the stairs or down the stairs or whatever. I am literally just going to do those two steps in here because it has to be done eventually anyway. Right. And so if I can just reduce the amount of stuff in that space, I'm going to feel successful and I'm going to, and I'm going to say, this was great. I'm going to move on to another space because I don't have the energy after the end of a long day, after all I've been through, after my autoimmune disease, I don't have the energy to do anything else. So I'm going to just do this most easy thing. Do you give yourself permission to do that sometimes? Sometimes. Yes. And, you know, I think that goes along with, you know, I know you focus on the visibility rule, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I just can't 
make myself do that. Sometimes, you know, something way far back in the corner of my bathroom is going to make me feel better to, to get that done. Well, and it's going to have to be done eventually. Anyway, you're in a situation yes. where literally you're going to have to go through every single space in this entire house. It's not that you've been living in this space forever and, you know, things have built and built and built. It's like, no, I, I literally have to go through everything. So give yourself permission to say, it's going to have to be done eventually anyway. So whatever space I can go sit in a chair and get rid of trash and duh donations. Okay. You know, I don't know. Does that help at all? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. It gives me, it's more like giving me permission, you know, to, to not feel bad about, you know, not being able to tackle certain tasks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for you too, especially in a normal moving situation, you would be moving into an empty space and you're not doing that. And so it's like, you almost have to empty the space out first, but then it's your dad's stuff. So you're not necessarily going to empty every single thing out. So it's like looking at it as, okay, I'm, I'm going to empty this space out, maybe not all the way, but I'm just going to get out the trash and the dead donations because that has to be done anyway before I can fully move in. And so it's just kind of acknowledging this is the reality of this really not great situation. And I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to do the things that are going to have to be done eventually anyway. And I'm going to just keep on making progress. Yes. And, you know, I do have, um, do have some friends that will come and help when they can. And usually, you know, it's, it's just great to have a focus buddy sometimes, you know? Yes. Yeah. That's great. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those who've been listening for a while, you may have heard me talk about how time is a container. It's a finite thing. And if I try to squeeze too much into the time that I have available, I get stressed and anxious. Therapy can be a place to talk through realistic priorities and goals, helping you deal with stress and anxiety when your days feel overwhelming. It's been great for me to talk through setting boundaries and improving coping skills with a therapist. BetterHelp is entirely online. That makes scheduling convenient and flexible. To get started, you just have to fill out a brief questionnaire that will match you with a licensed therapist. If needed, you can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. I am so excited to be working outdoors in my garden again. Fresh air and sunshine really do affect my mood. I'd rather spend more time outside and less time inside making dinner. That's why I love using Prep Dish. It helps me get our meals planned and prepped for the week. I receive a weekly meal plan in my inbox every Friday that fits my family's eating style. There are four to choose from. Each comes complete with recipes, a grocery list, and a detailed plan that walks me through a short prep session and sets me up for success for the coming week. Prep Dish's step-by-step meal prep plan only takes about an hour of prep each week, which I can work into my routine pretty easily. 
I can then get healthy homemade meals onto the table incredibly quickly throughout the week because the prep work is already done. If you're ready to free up some brain space, I've got great news for you. I got you two weeks free so you can try out the prep dish meal plans for yourself and see if they're a good fit for your family. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a two week free trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. You won't regret it. So what's another situation now that I've completely solved that, right? Like just totally, I solved it. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, another situation is that, um, it kind of combines a couple of things, um, you know, letting go of sentimental items, but also knowing, you know, what's important and what's not. Like, I think my cousin came over and helped me in the garage uh, shortly after my husband died. And um, I think we threw out a big box of nuts and bolts that I might need now. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, that it might go to that metal carport thing that I want to put together to put my camper under. And I think I got rid of those. I'm just going to tell you that nuts and bolts are pretty cheap individually and go to the little local hardware store Mm -hmm. and, and tell, tell the man what you need or the woman what you need. And like, they're literally like six cents or something crazy. I mean, I know I'm going to say this and somebody's going to be like, she doesn't know anything about nuts and bolts. I'm just saying in my experience, when I've had to go buy that one thing and I've had to do it because I threw them away because I got frustrated in a decluttering project and I didn't know what it was. And so I just got rid of it. Like nuts and bolts and things like that can be replaced. And I, and I think what I'm trying to say is you're going to make mistakes. You are going to make mistakes because Um, I mean, are you the fix it person? Were you the fix it person in your family? I think both of us had our own strengths in that area. Um, I wasn't the only one. Yeah. But But, I'm a good YouTuber at this point too. Good. (laughs) But that's, that's going to be the reality. You're going to make mistakes because it is overwhelming and it's, it's going to be okay because getting rid of that box of nuts and bolts you're going to be, I mean, if, if the carport is standing at this point, you can probably identify which things you need and go get just those items. And, you know, just don't let that stop the process and just acknowledge that decluttering regret is going to happen. And it's probably going to happen more for you because you are so overwhelmed and because you need to get so much stuff out that you're probably going to make a few mistakes and it's going to be worth it to have a house that's more manageable. And the bet you're going to feel better with the more manageable that this house gets. Right. And then that's going to give you the bandwidth to be able to do the things that you need to be do, which sometimes is just replacing, uh, you know, an item. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I've come to realize that some too, um, that, you know, I can't keep everything. No, you know, it's just, even if I didn't have that before, um, and it's really cool. Am I really going to use it? Yeah. Well, and you know, you can keep anything, but you can't keep everything. And people whose houses aren't cluttered choose regret over clutter. 
choose the potential, the possibility of regret over clutter. And so it is, it is okay to go ahead and get rid of something and you may, you may regret it. Um, so just today in a take your house back, we were doing a, a live sometimes. We'll, are you in there? I don't know if you are or not, but I am in there. Yeah. So we'll do a live. That's all three of us. And Dawn said something about, uh, she'd spoken to John Deloney, who's a mental health professional or whatever. And he said, if you have to choose between guilt or resentment, choose guilt. And I was like, okay, okay. I feel like that's what's going on here, right? Like, you know, you feel guilty for having thrown that away. You feel the regret, Mm-hmm. But as long as it's boxes and boxes and piles of stuff, that's resentment, right? And that's that's this like, oh, it's such a bad feeling. And it's like, you may experience guilt, but if you have to choose between guilt and resentment, choose guilt. Although I don't think you need to feel guilty about throwing that stuff away anyway. Like I, I, I it's just kind of a similar type yeah. situation, but no, I think you need to just say, I made a mistake. It happens. I'm going to be okay. I'm just going to get what I need. And then most likely you're going to realize, oh, I'd rather run to the hardware store and get the three bolts I need than have a big box of stuff that I don't even know what to do with. That sometimes it may take you less time to get in the car and drive to the hardware store and get exactly what you need and get back home than it would to dig through this box that's full have all sorts of odds and ends, you know? Right. Did I solve that problem now too? Totally. (laughs) 1000%. I mean, you know, and and so like you said, like, I don't even know I have some of this stuff until I uncover it. Yeah. Which means you would have gone to the hardware store anyway. right? Right. And so that right there is a really good point is you are in a situation where it's like, there's a whole bunch of stuff you're not going to know that you had. And as long as you're not going through it, you're just going to be adding to it because you're going to be going out and getting that stuff anyway. But it mm-hmm. might be different if it if you run across something and you're like, would it occur to me that my dad had this? Like, you know, would it, would it occur to me that I could have gone to my dad's house and borrowed his? Well, in that case, then maybe it makes sense to keep it. Yeah. But if it would never have occurred to you that you had it or that your dad had one, then that, you know, becomes something that's probably it needs to go because the goal is to get rid of stuff so that you can have a house under control so that you can know what you have. Right. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What else did you want to talk about? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I feel like we've hit on a lot of things. Um, I've solved all your problems. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being um, willing to go with my snarkiness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, there's a lot of, my dad had a lot of um, items outside too. He mm-hmm. grew up, you know, on a farm, like a legit farm. And um, so he had a lot of equipment and farm pieces. Um, and then <laughs> there's a local auction that's monthly uh, for farm equipment that he would he and I are very similar in the fact that he saw a lot of potential in, in items. You know, he may have intended to flip that item and I may have intended to just do a craft with this item, but then they never happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I've had a neighbor helping me out in that arena too. Um, people have been very kind. Uh, the auctioneer actually came over and helped load up items and we sold at the past two auctions. And, you know, it's, that's a huge, yeah, it's been like even outside and you know what (laughs) I thought to myself the other day, the outside is just like inside start with the trash, you know, like, um, there's a lot of brush. And once you start to peel back the brush, you start to find items that are either in good shape or in not good shape from sitting in the weather. Um, So, you know, it, it's been helpful to have somebody else help with that because I don't know if it's salvageable or if I can sell it for more than I can scrap it, you know, like it's, it's been tough. (laughs) How do you feel as like as that auctioneer took a, a load away, how did that make you feel good? It did make me feel good. Um, I think having this neighbor helping me has helped a lot because um, I remember my dad saying, now this came from the old farm and now this is this, and this is that. And, you know, I didn't know what a lot of this stuff was, you know, and I didn't record that. I wish I would have, um, but it's been helpful um, just knowing that there is some potential in some of these items and somehow I've gotten over the guilt of getting rid of all that. You know, I'm keeping That's a great. few things that I may use later, you know, if I want to do a garden or something, but you know, um, I have a two layer barn Um and the top layer, I intend to create a craft area eventually, oh, wow. like a work yeah. space. We're getting there. It's going to yeah. take a long time, but you know, that's, that's exciting. That's huge. Well, it sounds like you are slowly, but surely moving along and getting, I mean, it sounds like you're really making progress. I'm very proud of you. Like I'm very, um, impressed with all that you have to do and all that you are doing. I hope you're proud of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, I am. Yes. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to touch on, cause you briefly mentioned sentimental and then we kind of started talking about other stuff. Like how have you been dealing with the, the sentimental stuff? I think so part of it. And I, I am in the take your house back. Okay. Um, group and I think I started that course 
and then life fell apart. Um, it, it was even, it was like a year before, uh, you know, my dad passed away, but um, my husband's treatments and everybody kept getting sick and all that. So I had to put everything on pause. But um, I think um, part of it was one of the things someone mentioned was, um, would you buy this? You know, like if, if you didn't have it, would you buy this? You know, and, and that was part of the sentimental thing, you know, like would the person want you to get hung up on this? Would they want you to struggle over this decision Mm -hmm. or would they want you to keep it knowing that it really just creates anxiety (laughs) and no, they wouldn't, you know? Yeah. Those things that are truly sentimental need to be honored and for something to be honored, it can't be crammed in with other stuff. So it only makes sense to pick the very best and give it a place of honor. Um, Yes. Yeah. But I know you're in the thick of things right now. So yeah, uh, it's some, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of, like you say, work up that decluttering muscle, you know, get rid of the the obvious ones. And then, you know, well, and you have the gift, you have the wonderful gift. I'm being sarcastic though, but you have the wonderful gift of having a lot of stuff to get rid of. That's not emotional. So you have plenty of stuff to spend your time on before you ever get to this super sentimental stuff. Right. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yes. I mean, yeah. Okay. I started listening to you when, so my grandmother passed away in 2017. That was my mom's mom. Um, my mom passed away in 2013. So, um, I started listening to you. I think it, it was a, a year or two later, um, 18 or 19 when I was traveling back and forth to her house because it was part of, it was just my aunt and my mom. So, I was tasked with my uncle to uh, declutter her house so we could sell it. So (laughs) I would build up my, (laughs) yeah, you know, I would build up my motivation and my, you know, by listening to you, it was about an hour, a little over an hour drive each way. So, you know, and and I saved a little too much of that stuff, I'm sure, but not nearly as much as I would have, you know, and, and. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know. Well, no, I, all of those things are hard, but I hope that the experience that you had there is helping you through this time where it's, you know, you're having to go through this again, but in a whole different level. Right. It is. Yeah, that's definitely. Okay. Right. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about or let me know or anything? I don't know. Okay. That's fine. What do you love about being a kindred spirit other than finding a new, really great friend? Um, yeah, that's the main, um, main thing is finding the great friend. Um, and also just having the support there and, and people understanding, not a lot of people understand people like us, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, you have to kind of be one of us to understand. Um, and it it's just great getting the support and, and people are genuinely kind there. Yeah. yeah, I agree. 
It's a great group. I love it. It is. So. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for being willing to come on. Thanks for sharing. Um, thanks for just, I, I think what you're going through and the way that you're approaching it is going to help some people, you know, there, there may be some going through very similar situations or maybe different situations, but they can take something of what you've learned and what you've done and what you said, and they can apply it and and give them hope for their own spaces and their situations. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Danielle really just learned a lot from that. And I just appreciate all of you so much. I know some of you come on the show. Some of you don't. Some of you've been listening all 365 days of the last year. And I appreciate y'all so much. And I appreciate your willingness to just be open and honest. And uh, it's just such a great community that we have, right? I'm not just talking about Patreon. I'm talking about here. I feel like we have a community of people who are just willing to like say, hey, let's be honest and realistic about what we're going through. And figure out a way to get through it together to help each other. So just a reminder, if you would like to be a member of our Patreon community, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. All right. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.